This is Big Game Live, a podcast from KCLR and Scoreline.ie bringing you some of the best of our live commentary action as originally broadcast on KCLR. Visit scoreline.ie. Yeah, well, there we are at the National Anthem. We're on the at Netwatch Cullen Park. And a big crowd in is uh, slowly filling up. I know we're battling with GM matches on TV and bad weather and all of that. But it is Carroll versus Waterford, as Shannon said, in Alliance National Football League. Uh, group, uh, group uh, well, League 4, but it is uh, round 3. And, of course, uh, Brian Kelly joins me tonight. Brian, you're uh, coming on as a sub for Willie Quinlan tonight. You come on a few times before. I don't know whether you ever come on as a sub when you're in the red, yellow and green at Carroll. But uh, all joking aside, this is an important night for Night Crew and the Carroll team because because it hasn't started off well and to be fair to Waterford they got a good draw in their opening game against Tipperary in a game that they possibly should have won and then a lot of people were disappointed Carlo lost out to London heavy defeat in Sligo but Waterford also lost to London so London are proving that they're going to be a team that's going to take points off teams so obviously these two teams tonight are really going to play this as if it's a cup final because there's a lot at stake even though it's only round three Yeah, uh, thanks for having me first of all Brendan um, uh, I'm expecting a very close tight uh, encounter here tonight uh, you, you know, we did lose to London but there's no shame in that London have been improving steadily over the last couple of years like Waterford went over only lost by a pint to London but I expect tonight to be a, t- a tough uh, physical game um, it's an important game for Carlo Brendan it's a game we need to win um, and let's, let's hope we get a good performance and Jordan Morris he is back for Carlo tonight Kieran Cunningham is in goal from Bagnellstown Liam Roberts Shane Buggy and Dara Kern the full back line with Jordan Morris of Rogue number 5 Dara O'Brien 6 and Connor Dyle of Radville so good strong half back line but Waterford are playing from right to left in the driving rain here now in Netwatch Cullen Park Fergal Kelly of Longford is our match referee and Carlo intercept that ball and first touch for the DCU man Jordan Morrissey he's been busy in the Saracen Cup and he gets it downfield to Jamie Clark and Jamie Clark sends it across towards Shane Clark and Shane does very very well he was Carlo's go-to man in that game against London he sends a great quick ball in as far as Hulton sending it in and that is stopped on the goal line by uh, Paddy Hunt the man from Radgormock in uh, County Waterford a strong club down there but uh, that was an ideal opportunity Morrissey won a great ball Carroll built well for the middle bring conditions absolutely horrible but uh, promising in the opening 40 seconds Ah look they're shocking conditions I, I suppose in saying all of that Brendan you know it's, it's shocking conditions for both teams uh, a good move by Carlo and lucky um, for Colm Hulton um, while I'm here I have three little nieces mad at home looking for a hello so a big hello to Root <laughs> Tess and um you better remember the other names, Gaff. We come back to you <laughs> in a minute. It always and Marta, of course. Marta. All right, there we go. Marta Root and Tester, excited home to hear me on the radio. So a big hello to them. Okay, well, Uncle Brian is uh, broadcasting with us tonight. Willie will be back for the next day. We wish Willie uh, all the very best. Uh, and uh, still no score here in Netwatch Cullen Park. If you both lineups in a moment, as I said, Fergal Kelly from Longford is our match referee. Waterford playing into a bit of a breeze at the moment. Here goes Connor Murray, another Rack Gormack man. Lovely toe to hand. He's a nice footballer. Dylan Guyry is their captain from the Nyer Valley down there in Waterford and now it's in the hands of Dermot Ryan also from the Nair he feeds it through the midfielder Brian Lynch from Clashmore Kinsale Beg. you've heard that on their hurling team they've got a few good quality hurlers down there in Waterford and of course big win over Leash last week in the Alliance National Hurling League but there's a lot of Clashmore Kinsale Beg men on the team Fergal Kelly is going to give a free to Waterford they're gone lateral with that and Darroch O'Kohesic from Ong Ring the Gwail talked just outside Dungarvan is in possession now he just hopped the ball loses his footing Carlo try and come and defend that guy very brave by Carlo 
very good play for Kelly gives a free out that was good tenacious play by Carlisle credit has to go to Shawnee Bambrick of all Lachlan there he really won a ball that 99 lads out of 100 wouldn't go for Brian yeah it's a, it's a really tough uh, he was really tough uh, to get down and win that ball here's a great attack for Carlo. yeah they set it up well now can we get the first score on the first board score. we can and it all came from Bambrick and it was Conor Crowley the Palatine man sends it in and over the bar he gives them a lead two minutes two and a half minutes into the game but really well worked and a lovely run uh, catching the water defence uh, ball watching I suppose but it all came from the hard work of Shawnee Bambrick yeah and you know like it's amazing through the years with football you know it's the unsung heroes for Shawnee Bambrick like you know winning that dirty ball but we we, we translated the ball quick into the forward line and in fairness to um, Connor Crowley got a great score here's Waterford on the attack they're looking for the reply Michael Curry another at Garmock man bounces nicely for Waterford there won't be much between these two teams and Darrell O'Brien puts him the challenge but it looked a little bit lazy he's conceded the free and it gives me a chance to give you the remainder of the Carlow team we'll start again Kieran Cunningham in goal Liam Roberts Shane Boogie and Dara Kern in the full back line with Jordan Morrissey Dara O'Brien and Connor Dyle of Radville the half back line Mark aware of Aero Oak partner Shawnee Bambrick of Old Lachlan in the middle of the park with Shane Clark Bagnellstown Gales Jamie Clark Bagnellstown Gales and Josh Moore of Radville in the half forward line full forward line Connor Crowley Palatine he's just scored Dara Foley Kilbride is the captain tonight and Colm Hulton of Aero Oak who's had a chance this is Waterford's first chance it's a free midway between the 20 metre and the 45 into the scoreboarding end scoreboard end here is the left footed kick and that is pulled to the right hand side it looked like he rushed it Brian but again kicking off the ground in those conditions was never going to be easy and I think kicking out a hand was never going to be easy either but uh, the good news for Carlo was Waterford have missed that there's two footballs on the field now uh, I mentioned Jordan is back he was busy with ECU the suspension is up on young Clark he's back he was a big loss when he was dismissed against London uh, here four weeks ago he was a huge loss to Carlo that night Ah, oh, yeah the two the, the two Clark brothers are, are really fantastic uh, footballers they're always very busy and of course Jordan Morrissey is a massive help for Carlo. Mort has won a good ball. He plays it out over the head of the point scorer, Connor Crowley. Carlo on the attack. Crowley breaks the tackle. Bounces the ball out in front. He fancies a second one. No, he lays it off to Colm Hulton. Hulton turns around the corner. He got all of Carlo's scores on Sligo. Uh, fortnight ago well, it's a Waterford keeper who's been the busiest Paddy Hunt he plays it out to his full back line and Waterford come down the line Connor Walsh Darek Okasik and uh, Jack Flavin in their full back line Connor O'Coran Brian Luby and Dermot Ryan in their half back line Brian Lynch and Michael Curry in the middle of the park for Waterford David Hallahan of Kilmac Thomas Darek Corcoran St Saviours and Connor Murray of Ratgormock left half forward Stephen Curry Dylan Guyrie and Gareth Duffy of St Saviour's their full forward line starting so no late changes here comes Dara Corcoran of St Saviour's and Waterford but again good defence from Carlo Murta Ware is back there wins a good ball plays it to Josh Moore young Radville man sends it back to the middle it's nice football from Carlo now Jordan Morris he's acres of ground in front of him he's a beautiful ball carrier Jordan he's strong takes on one hops past him feeds it inside a beautiful ball gets it all the way inside to Jamie Clark oh good defending Waterford Clark wins it back down that's high free in Carlo there's an advantage coming it's a definite free and that was good football Morrissey again bit of experience there I know he's here with us a few years now Brian but uh, when he's seen a bit of open ground took on one man beat him then sold a bit of a dummy fed it into Clark it worked out well Carlo won the free and a chance to go two points in front I suppose for the listeners to, to explain really the class there of uh, Jordan Morrissey you know other players would have gave the ball but he took on a, he drew an extra defender and then played in um, Jamie Clark which is a really intelligent uh, thing to do um, the hand pass went astray but in fairness to Jamie he won 
won it back and this should be a simple free for Dara Foley Dara Foley Dara was unfortunately picked up a bit of a suspension after that London match as well and uh, some people felt he was harshly dealt with because there was a few things happened there was a few blatant challenges that night and Niall Crew in his post-match interview with KSLR wasn't happy with him it's not that I'm saying there was bad things done it's only what the management and team come back and saying apparently Dara's suspension was post-match it wasn't from within the match right I didn't I didn't yeah. realise that Brendan yeah. uh, definitely what we have tonight Brendan you know is a war of attrition the team that makes the less mistakes in this in the, these conditions but in fairness to Carlo they've got off to a really positive start um, really good defending and moving the ball quickly into the forward line and there are two points to the good at the moment this game brought to you thanks to Dan Morrissey and Co in the league of their own with a full range of concrete quarry products roof tiles and macadam you can see Dan Morrissey and Co.com as Waterford come on the attack Waterford this year led by Effie Fitzgerald their banished door Peter Lahey Connor Quinlan and Frank Ryan their backroom team they're going for their first score here but that's going to skid all the way out over the end line and the umpire is going to flag that as a wide as we said it's not a simple night for football but if you just joined us it is round three of the Alliance National Football League Division 4 Waterford the visitors to Carlow tonight and we'd like to welcome our Waterford listeners on board tonight also they had a brilliant weekend last weekend I suppose the Ballygunner lads in the city here comes Morrissey again He's getting away from his marker. He's flying downfield and he's the ball and throw the hand and he carries it all the way. And his presence was really missed in the opening two games. Fed it to Clark back in field. Jamie Clark took the return ball and it comes back around and in and over the bar. And it's that Dara Foley. Beautiful score. And again, Morrissey, he, look at there's no point in saying it, Brian. People were asking questions at the start and what's wrong that Carlo were defeated by London. It was this. You can't really win matches with no disrespect to the chaps that's played unless your best players are available. And one of the best in the country is available to Carlo tonight. And Carlo need everybody. And Jordan Morrissey's that man I mentioned. That was a brilliant piece of play. Again. Brendan, the bottom line is. And Dara Foley, for experience. You take the best players off Dublin, yeah. AO, Tyrone. They're going to find it hard to win games. But uh, Waterford haven't done their homework because they've left Jordan Morrissey free on two occasions. And he set up two scores. So. I, I'd say they'll have to tighten up on that but Carlo are doing really well defensively three points Carlo that score coming from Dara Foley so one from a free one from play for Dara and Carlo a free now from outside to 45 so if you just joined us we are 8 minutes old here in Netwatch Cullen Park KCLR 96 FM we'd like to thank Shannon for her time as well Shannon Redmond back at base she's been busy she was with us for the IT match the other night as well here comes Colm Holton Shows very well for the ball column. Lays it off beautifully. Dara fancies another one from distance here. Sending it in. Oh, that's a great score. Holton laid off a beautiful ball. And he fed it. And I think it was Dara finished. It was a point. Yeah, yeah, three yeah. points. It's two points from play. But Holton, really a great playmaker as well. And now that he's established himself and he's a, he's a, he's a first choice on the Carla team, he, he has great credentials to be a top-class forward, as he is. I, he, he's a very good forward. And in fairness, he's bringing more into his play. Like, you know, he got, came out, won the ball, fed it to Dara. But, like, it's it, it, the two points that Dara Foley have scored from play have been outstanding points, really, in these conditions. Good moves from Carlo. Here come Waterford. They're looking to settle their account in there. Watch Cullen Park. We're into the ninth minute. Bang on the ninth minute. Waterford, as I've said, drew a Tipperary lost to London. Carlo lost to London. Lost to Sligo. So as Brian said, a war of attrition is on the cards. Leitrim play London uh, tomorrow. That's been moved uh, to the Dome in Beacon. Inside, Sligo are playing Cavan at Markovic Park at 2pm. And Wexford play Tipperary in the remainder of the game. So oh, that's a clumsy enough challenge from Carlo. And just got to be careful. I know it wasn't really a drag to the ground challenge, but the Carloman has come out the worst of this brain. He put in a, he probably, as I normally say, take one for the parish, but uh, I think he's going to get a card here and he's injured himself also. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out, Brendan. It's hard to see with the, the mist going across the field. Look, it probably was a little bit of a lazy tackle. Um, does it deserve a card? It borderline a yellow card, Brendan. Um, 
in saying all of that, you, you, you've pointed out it probably was a cute free to give away because the Waterford, they'll find it hard. It is it is in a scorable position, but it's out in the wing. It, if, if Waterford landed, it will be a good score. I'm not too sure who's on the... We'll see now in a it's second. Not, it's not Brennan. Connor, because Connor Doyle is back into the middle here. Connor's listed at seven, he's, and he's, he's playing centre-back at the minute. What's that? The physio is there anyhow, but hopefully the Carlo player is all right. But Fergal Kelly, the match referee. Now, Waterford Brain still waiting to settle their account. And even though Carlo are four up, you know, you got to put the foot down, you got to drive on and try and go eight and nine up if you're a Carlo player out there tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and you know, four points is, is a good uh, is a good lead, Brendan. In fairness to Carlo, they're setting themselves up well. They're doing a, a, a nice defensive system. They are dropping loads of players back. Like, uh, they have only two players up forward now at the minute um, in, in our forward line. It's a black card. Black card. So I think it's a black card. Yeah, so Carlo are down to 14 now. So you give him a black for pulling down. So that's a, a bit of a pity of Shawnee Bambrick, I think, isn't it? It is. It's nine, yeah. Yeah. And Waterford it's a send, good free. Yeah, Waterford send in the free. And that's gone in and over the bar. So we are only kicking a ball between them now. It's four points to Carlo, one point to Waterford. The rain lashes down in Netwatch Cullen Park. This game brought to you with thanks to... Dan Morrissey and Co. in the league of their own with their own full range of concrete quarry products roof tiles and McAdams so the kick out will come from Bagnallstown Gales Kieran Cunningham he's got a strong Waterford connection he's a great kick out and uncle was a famous Waterford hurler he's a Randall Column was a green keeper and part of the Greens Committee at Carlow Golf Club over the years here comes Colm Hulton this man has a Dublin connection he's got a great Carlo connection because he's here since he was a chap educated he's on the CBS winning team lays off a great ball ideal chance for Carlo Dara Foley goes for the shot Ooh, he went for the bottom left hand corner just breezes out to the left and wide but Hulton is causing problems so is Dara Foley yeah Hulton is uh, he's very um, busy there won a great ball played it to Dara uh, was it the right option for a goal chance Brendan probably should have tipped it over the bar there it was a tough enough angle you mentioned uh, Dan Morrissey's there they've been really fantastic supporters of uh, GA and all sorts of sports in Carlo like uh, as a Palatine man myself we've been so lucky to have Dan Morrissey's and to have Aidan Dyle involved in our club because they really do put their heart and soul into an awful lot of stuff in fairness to them I certainly do and Dara Foley put a lot of stuff behind that one he nailed it but it just went to the left and wide here come Waterford Brian Luby man from Ballinacorty in County Waterford their centre half back and pass gets it out of trouble it remains four points Carlo one point to Waterford here 12 and a half minutes gone no water breaks of course they're all abolished since the start of the league they're abolished in all competitions here's Connor Murray the man from Ratgormack in Waterford they're building slowly Waterford and now the wing half back Dermot Ryan from the Nair comes through lays it back towards David Hallahan Kilmac Thomas man David Hallahan back to Connor Murray Conor Murray feeds it upfield to the 20 metre line that's sent in across the goal but he's put it wide on the side he's kicked it from horrible conditions Waterford with another wide it remains four points Carlo one point to Waterford 13 minutes gone if you were a Carlo supporter Brian you'd have to be happy yeah look as I say they're hard to break down at the minute especially in these conditions uh, they've got a bit of a lead that was surely a push in the back Brendan yeah, that's what happened now in the London match uh, young Crowley got blatantly pushed and it wasn't given and Dundam and down and got a goal and that's not sour grapes but it's realistic so Fergal Kelly he's uh, the water player he's back to that challenge but everyone else saw it was a push in the back but the referee didn't see it so if you don't see it you don't blow it here comes Waterford's Dara Corcoran from St. Saviour's in Waterford City there's a waterman with a bit of a knock inside the 45 here however Carlos still lead by three points here in the opening 14 minutes at Netwatch Cullen Park 
It's, ama- it's amazing to look, Brendan. We have only one forward in in, in the Waterford uh, area. And the goalkeeper, the Waterford goalkeeper's on the halfway line. Correct, yeah. So, in other words, Carlo are playing 14, 14 behind the ball. But it's working, Brendan, and it's all about results. And if we can get a result here, it'll be a great result. Well, Dara Corcoran has won a free here now because of an over-robust challenge from Dara O'Brien. Now, it's unusual to see Dara playing in the half-back lane, but that's where he is. Is that a sign you're getting a bit older when you're put back in the backs? Because he was a good forward and he covers a lot of ground. Yeah, and you know, I suppose it's quite good that he's able to play. In, but he is a natural ball player, in fairness to him, Brendan. So it's this man here, Jordan Morrissey. He was fouled after he made the pass. He passed the ball to Shane Clark. Morrissey's really started this game very well. Four points, Carlo. One point to Waterford. We're into the 15th minute. Darrell O'Brien in possession. Sends it across field over towards Connor Dyle. Connor Radfield, man, of course county champions this year and really really well under Pat Ryan and about out at Leicester Championship against Nave Marchine of Louth but uh, they weren't without their problems that day with illness and uh, injuries but Radville were excellent the best team in Carlo in uh, the championship of 2021 here go Carlo downfield Connor Dyle a great addition to Carlo as is Dara Kern and Josh Moore three young Radville men right down the left hand side wearing 4, 7 and 12 respectively there's a ball handled on the ground here and it's going to be a free out to Waterford from uh, their own half-back line. Back there is Dara Corcoran. He sends it way across field. And a lot of open play, Brian, isn't there? There's yeah, no... it, it, it is an open game. Look, I suppose, Brendan, Waterford saw it as an ideal way to co- come back after the result against London. And no doubt Carlo saw the same. Like It's a must-win game for both teams here tonight. And the two of them are going at it, which is very re- refreshing to see. It certainly is. Oh, you're going to go for long-range effort here. Oh, great defending. Brilliant play by Carlo. Oh, that's a free. Now, that was great play. And it was Sh- Jamie Clark was back there. And he got the ball. And now Murta Ware steams through the middle. He lays it off. And look who comes behind. Jordan Morris. He'd hardly fancy one from here. He'd carry it. He breaks one tackle. He's held on to it. He feeds it inside. It's a lovely run. Switch ball back outfield. Runner kept moving. Yes, referee was we playing advantage. advantage. So, in fairness, uh, four points to one. Ideal opportunity here for either Dara or Colin Hulton to swing this one in Scott. You weren't too bad at the freeze. Now, well, I made you sound better when I was on the radio, but <laughs> you weren't too bad at the Muckle was a good one, too. Well, it, it cost me a, a couple of pounds to make sure you said all the positive stuff for me, Brendan. Look, in fairness to the referee there, look, while, while sometimes we might constructively criticise the referee, and that's all it is, like, you know, um, we have to say, well done there, uh, um, played the advantage, nothing came out with the advantage, so we bring it back. It'll be an enormous free for uh, Dara Foley, although I do fancy him the right foot because he, he will be able to bring it in along with the wind. Well, here he is, around the corner, job it will be. No, he pulled it. He pulled it a bit, yeah. The wind is blowing across the face of that goal. Not easy. Four points to one. Carlo lead. We're into the 17th minute here with thanks to Dan Morrissey and Co. in a league of their own with a full range of concrete quarry products, roof tiles, and McAdam. Got a text in here says, Great to see Brian Kelly on the radio tonight. He was an umpire in County Leash two hours ago. Some man for the GAA. How about that? <laughs> there we go. Good man, Brian. There we go. Four points, Carlo. One point, Waterford. Carlo tidied up. Darrow Brian. He's done well. Now they've moved it down towards the half-back line. Back there is Josh Moore. Radfilly man done well, but the ball was stolen back by Dylan Guyry. Dylan is a fine, strong player playing at full forward. And from Pally McCarbury, plays his club uh, football for the Nair. His father, Dick, was a good Waterford footballer too, played in the middle of the park. And he also played at full forward. If you're listening down there, Dick, this evening, good evening to you. And Jimmy Cotter in Turin, just down the road. Four points to one. Carlo lead Waterford here. 18 minutes on the clock. Here comes Brian Luby from Ballinacorty in Waterford. Driving it forward. 
Waterford in possession again. Ground getting a little bit slippy underneath the stand. Dara Corcoran moves it across field. Still Carlo four points. Waterford one point. 17 and a half minutes gone. Waterford come again. Two teams playing a similar style. It's all about keep ball now for Waterford. Bit of mud on some of the jerseys. It's Brian Lynch, the Clash Moore man, sends it through. But Hulton goes back and helps out his defence. And Carl or Hulton impacts. And here comes Colm Hulton inside his own 45. Is that no one in the other side of the park it's unbelievable but Carroll are weathering the storm with 14 men on the field because they have a black card to Shawnee Bambrick and uh, some people might feel it was a harsh enough but there was a little bit of impact with Carroll moving this one well and down the far side Connor Dial gets a touch on it and now they're going to move it through the middle of the park and it is good ball retention Murta Ware he's got the size that all the Wares have when they play football for their club and county he's a big big man Murta now here comes Colm Hulton. He's covered a lot of ground, Brian. Carlo, you're, you're happy enough with them. They're composed and they're doing... And Waterford, to be fair, are, but Waterford just haven't the finished product. Carl? Yeah, look, I, I'd say Waterford possibly have more possession, but in fairness to Carlo, uh, they're disciplined um, and they look dangerous when they're on the attack. And here they go. Morrissey's run on to a great attack. Goal chance for Morrissey. Goes for the shot. Oh, what a finish. You can't beat a bit of class and Jordan Morrissey has nailed it. He's run all the way from the 65, took the pass, he put the pedal to the metal and he got in there and I can tell you one thing we'd Marcus in the past was an Irish spring champion but Molly Scott if you're listening over there in Hackettstown I don't think you would have passed the Molly and you were brilliant over the last few weeks he just took off Scott and he absolutely nailed it it's a great goal by Morrison great goal and great composure because it's not that easy you know when you're one on one but he sidestepped it passed it into the empty net I am so surprised with the Waterford management Brendan because they're giving Jordan Morrissey a free roll <laughs> but Brian older players and people of your father's vintage my father's tell you class players always get an extra yard or two yeah, he's one of them uh, absolutely do you know what he's the exact same as his father yeah. George Jody was the exact same Brendan Give me he always, take a mile. always was able to make space but that's what class footballers do Jordan is a class footballer and Jordy, um, Jody was a class footballer but great call um Hey, that's what was missing a bit of experience and a bit of class missing the last two performances and hopefully they can keep it up because as you say Carlo badly need a winner as do Waterford and I'm sure Waterford won't go home here without a big fight 20 minutes gone though and Carlo leading by 1-4 to a point remember they were 10 points up against London and lost the match so that's the danger in Division 4 it's a very hard place to win a match here's Jordan Morrissey again he's got the goal for Carlo feeds it to Darrow O'Brien Jamie Clark. And that was the full-back Shane Boogie. Young A. Rogman feeds it back to Clark. He's been fouled in the middle of the park. And uh, Carlo, have, they like to take it into battle, don't they? They're, yeah. winning, they're winning those battles as well because they're winning the freeze. Yeah, and it, that's a sign of confidence, which is a great thing after coming off two defeats, Brendan, that they're willing to take on their men. Um, like, in these conditions, Brendan, I don't like saying it. There's only 20 minutes gone, but it's a big, big lead. Um, if they can keep their composure and keep just t- t- tipping away with a few points. We'll be back to the full compliment in a minute now, as well. Yeah, yeah just uh, getting Sean Bamberg back in. He was black-hearted earlier on. Here's a Colm Hulton in possession. He came back deep after the dismissal of the midfielder. So he's, he's a good really man to well. take on. Yeah, he's takes on his man. Stylish player, Colm. Gets it back across towards Shane Clark. Shane Clark gets it to Connor Dial. Good ball from Connor. Connor Dial did very well. Murta Ware comes into the action now. Carroll laid also good so it's been a running here's Josh Moore young Radfilly man done really well switched it into Connor Crowley he got the opening score tonight for Carlo. he's a busy corner forward and he keeps going was he held three Waterford men goal side of him the ball is still there and Crowley still goes forward 
he looked a bit like Peter Stringer there trying to get that up but he couldn't get it up there was three watermen I think there's going to be a throw ball here Brian isn't yeah, it yeah it looks like that in fairness to Conor Crowley he did lose a, a possession of the ball but as you said he was very tenacious stood, stood over the ball he could have easily gave away a free but he didn't and uh, it's a throw in and we're back to our full compliment Shawnee Bambrick af- back after the black card Brendan and there was no one in this half of the park a few minutes ago now there's 400 in it <laughs> one four to Carlo one point to Waterford 21 minutes gone Waterford win that ball from the throw in the break comes to their centre back Brian Luby and Valen the courty man there's a back to the full back and they're going to try and work it outfield and they're going to control it down that far side so here come Waterford now what can they do here this is Jack Flavin of St Saviour's 1-4 Carlo 1 point Waterford round That's 3 steps. at the Allianz <laughs> well spotted Brian <laughs> The yeah. experience of being an umpire in leash tonight is coming out, and you blew that before the referee. But it's a free out, Carlo, and he did take a lot of steps, and it's a good call yeah. by Virgil Kelly, the referee. Yeah. So Carlo went hanging around, they've taken the free quickly. Ah, great ball, moving it quickly right over to the far side. Shawnee Brambrick, no, just didn't come down for Shawnee, and just got held up in the windy conditions, blowing back across field. Waterford will take it out through Conor O'Coran, man from Onrin, and now it's with Conor Murray, the Rat Gormack man. Connor plays it back in field. Waterford build from the back. They still have only got one point on the board. Carlo with 1-4. The goal coming from Jordan Morris. He's just trained as a point from Connor Crowley. Two, three from Dara Foley. Two frees and a point from play from the Kilbride man. Captain tonight of the Carlo team. Captain for 2022. Here come Waterford. This is Dermot Ryan from the Nair. A goal would put them back into it big time. But Carlo have that advantage. And that's a great finish. They're defending really well. Standing up to be counted. And that ball is out on the far side. But that was a good challenge by Josh Moore. He just stood his ground, Brian, and he did really well. Yeah, doing really well. Look, we're ver- as I say, I keep using the same word, Brian, we're disciplined. But that's what it takes in these kind of conditions. And as I say, you know, there, we've Carlo have a lot of lads behind the ball and whatever, we're finding it really hard. That's, that's really a great, mark. Uh, yeah. lovely mark and a really well played. Now we'll have to go for the score here. Stephen Curry, Novrat Gormack. It's an ideal for the right-footed kicker too, Brian, isn't it? Yeah, you'd be expecting him to put this over. Yeah. He's got it over all right. So Stephen registers their second. Rat Gormack man playing with number 13 on his back. So it remains now. Well, it doesn't remain. It's a new scoreboard. It uh, remains 1-4 for Carlo. Uh, two points for Waterford. And I think we've a book in here to a Carlo player. Yeah, it's a yellow card to Liam Roberts. And I'm not sure what that's all about. But the corner back. So we're having a bit of argy-bargy just before the free there, Brendan. they call it that in Pal as well, to do argy-bargy to do. <laughs> we wouldn't be used to that now. We shenanigans. Learned, we, we learned that off the town, lads, you see. <laughs> shenanigans. Here is argy-bargy. got a yellow card for his troubles, Liam. Here come Waterford. They're growing into the game now. Started off a bit slowly. Carlo were leading 1-4 to a point. It's now 1-4 to two points. Look at the goalkeeper where he is. He gets it back out towards Conor Murray. Waterford on their own half-back line. Now it's with Jack Flavin, St. Saviour's man. St. Saviour's man gets it to Michael Curry. Michael spreads it across field. He's a game-changer. Michael Curry's a fine footballer, Derek Gormack, man. Now Gormack have done well in the Munster Club Championship over the years. They've always held their own with the teams from Tipperary and Cork and getting to Munster semi-finals and provincial finals. Now here come... Waterford again feeding it back to Jack Flavin and they've got plenty of men out there Carlo just huddled back into the middle and they just got to close off the flight path now Josh Moore goes over to do that he keeps the Waterford midfielder at bay that's Brian Lynch 
Brian Lynch somehow treads a short ball down. Now he goes looking for a return and kicks it around the corner, looking to put it up there. Right. And that is a wide ball, but it was a good move from Waterford and it was a patient build up. And Carroll will just have to be careful with that, Brian. Probably get to their men a little bit quicker. Yeah, Waterford had a, an awful lot of space there, considering there were so many Carlo players back. For like you know, we're 25 minutes into the game and make it one wide for Carlo and two for uh, Waterford, Brendan. So in fairness, the shooting hasn't been too bad. Um, you know, if Carlo can tag on a pint or two, you know, send them into half time with confidence because you know you're after coming off two losses. The last thing you want to do is you know go in maybe only two or three pints up after being in a d- dominant position. Um, a big ask next week to Preffney Park next week against Cavan. That's a big ask. Uh, t- it's a huge ask. Now look, I suppose every team that's in Division Four is in it for a reason. Yeah. In saying all of that, Brendan, I do believe it is a big ask. Cavan, like, look, is their favourites to come out of it. Yeah. Well, the world's champions is it what two that, years ago yeah, and they're, and they're, and they're, uh, they're so, unbeaten so far so to go up to Breffney Park won't be easy um, but you know a win here the lads get a bit of confidence but there's a fair bit to do a great ball that's a brilliant from ball from Morrissey plays it down towards Connor Crowley You're not going to make it no, unfortunately the ball skids away for this time just runs away gained an extra 10 yards when it hit the deck so conditions didn't help there back come Waterford this is their number 13 Stephen Curry the man that got the last free for them it still remains 1-4 Carlo two points Waterford with thanks to Dan Morrissey and Cole in a league of their own with a full range of concrete quarry products roof tiles and McAdam dangerous ball Cunningham's got to come for this and out he comes ooh he wins the fr- oh he got hit more than once there oh he retaliated he That's probably going to be, tr- it's going to be thrown up, Brendan. Yeah. It's a bit, uh, now, look, at it's silly what he'd done, but if the referee seen what I've seen, the Waterford man came back, young Gairy, and he gave Cunningham a bit of a puck after he, the decision was given. He did, yeah. But the funny thing about it is, that's the reason we thrown up. It was six of one, half a dozen of the other, and yeah. Cunningham fell into the trap. Now, in saying all of that, Brendan, you know, the one thing, I suppose, that kind of annoys me about the rules in the GEA is, you know, the goalkeeper was out of his, uh, he was out of his area. It looked like a fair 50-50 shoulder, you know, but he obviously just can't touch a goalkeeper anymore, really. But in saying that, look, we've, we've got the ball back now, and we've a free out. Uh, I think so. Uh, all good. Now Carlo kick a pass backwards, which I don't like to see, but Kieran Cunningham has it in his grasp, but he's got to find a Carlo man with this. It's 1 4 to Carlo, two points to Waterford. Three minutes off the half hour, but it will be a 35 minute half. Crowley comes downfield and he's a, yeah, it looked like a free the first time. He's done well. That's a quick ball. ball down to Hulton. Lovely ball. A lovely running off the shoulder. For, oh, that was high. Play on goals. Shawnee Bambrick. Waterford man wraps around him. I thought it might have been one the first time, but in fairness to the referee, Fergal Kelly, he's experienced. He's yeah, right no, on top of it, and he's trying to let it go. Yeah, that's going to be pulled, I think. Great score. For he's got Col- it. Colm Hulton, great score. Uh, super score. He let, the, he let it go. The advantage was there, and he let it go. And everyone yeah. thought play was stopped, and Hulton just let fly from the sideline, and he sends it in. So all of the full forward line are on cue from play. But Colm Hulton has that trade. He's an excellent scorer. He got the five points in Sligo as well. Great referee, and because in fairness, he's after going back to the Waterford number 13, Stephen Curry, um, and is after giving him a yellow card, gave uh, the advantage, and a great point from Colm Hulton. 1-5 to Carlo. Two points to Waterford so Carlo lead by six here a bit of holding this time David Hallahan wins the free for Waterford plays it in towards the St. Saviour's man Dara Corker there's a Dara Corker down in the Shamrocks in Ballyhale as well but this man is a St. Saviour's few miles further down the road in Waterford City here come Waterford on the far side one of the muddiest jerseys I've seen in quite a while at Netwatch Cullen Park it's now back to David Hallahan a man from Hill Mac Thomas 
There's running out of ideas, Brendan, in trying to break down the Carlo defence. In fairness to Carlo, they're doing really well and they're sending in long, hopeful balls. There's a dangerous ball. Another one gone in now. Oh, well stopped by Carlo. Oh, the break with danger here. Well done, Carlo, again. They've defended heroically tonight. That's brilliant play. Great block. Darrow Bryan. Yeah, he really fairness, did well. So, yeah. Murta Ware is back there now. Murta's done well. Lovely play, carrying the ball out of defence and... Nice fast football from Carlo and they come flying. Clark comes flying through the middle. Now what can Dorcas dread here? Lovely ball from Jamie Clark. Runner was Dara Kern. Young Rad Finney man's done well. Gets it back to Clark. There's no free coming here. It looked like it was a high challenge there, but Carlo turning. Dara Foley. He scored two from play already. Back to Crowley off the left peg. The Palatine man. Oh, it's just gone to the right way, but that was a nice move, Brian. Yeah, very good move. To, uh, to transition the ball very quickly from defence to forward line. And when they do that, they cut Waterford open. It's only when they're slow and lethargic out in the middle third of the field that it allows Waterford to get players back. The one thing that probably, you know, Carlo should try and do is, is don't be given easy possessions from the kick out. They're, they're dropping back and giving free kick outs. They certainly are. Here come Waterford through the middle of the park. Carlo chased them all the way. 1-5 Carlo. Two points to Waterford. Two points for... Three points for Dara Foley. Two from Freeze. One for Connor Crowley. One for Colin Bolton. And a classic goal from Jordan Morrissey. That ball is well hit. Oh, the Waterford man just tried to get a touch on it. But that wide is as good as a score for Carlo at this moment of time. Five minutes to go to the halftime whistle, Brian. To the listeners, what have you made of it all? And just paint a bit of a picture for them if they're just joining the coverage. Yeah, look. Carlo are doing really, really well. They have a six-point lead. Um, they're, they're, they're after forcing Waterford now in their last two attacks to 50-50 balls uh, that have came to nothing um, so definitely Carlo are going into happier obviously they're six points up but I, I see no reason now why they can't go on and win this game um, they seem to be better organised um, their game plan is going really well this is going to be a throw up now for uh, the, the goalkeeper or goalkeeper Kieran Cunningham delaying the kick out puts us under pressure here yeah, it's going to be a throw-up on the 21. He, he, he made a blunder a few minutes ago in relation to the foul. and he, I, You'd have to f- point the finger of blame at him, but this is where Carroll have got to get cute. They're leading 1-5-2. to two. Discipline has to come into this brain, and, and they got to be told at half-time, you're going to win this match. Discipline could win it for you. Correct and right, Brendan. Um, look, it, uh, I don't mean by fouling. I mean by other stupid things like that. Absolutely. You know, just get the basics right here in weather conditions like this. Uh, we have a sub coming in here now, uh, Brendan. Yeah, Lee that's Lee Fennel, Matt from Stradbally and County Waterford. I think just the most important thing now, Brendan, you know, is there's there's three minutes to go in the, in the first half. Play down the clock. Uh, don't give away a score. Maybe possibly try and nick a score before you get in. He's going to mark Darrell Foley. He's about a foot smaller and he hits him a shoulder before he goes on the field. Go on, Stradbally. Uh, Stradbally, County Waterford. A famous story of the missing postman down there in Stradbally in County Waterford over 100 years ago. Fortunately... A man was never found. 1-5 to Carlo. Two points to Waterford. 32 minutes gone. Michael Brickwatch, famous Stradbally man too. Great Waterford hurler. Here Good comes ball. Carlo. Connor Crowley. He's been prominent for Carlo, the pal man. Here he goes. Feeds it in field. Hulton. Column. Runs true. Waterford. They did well that time because Waterford got five men goal side of Colum Hulton. They knew he posed a serious threat. Here come Waterford. Can they get a score before half time? 1-5 Carlo. Two points Waterford. Three minutes of normal time remaining. Waterford working hard and plenty of space right over on that far side. Now, can they do something from that side of the park? They couldn't do it on the stand side. They're playing into the scoreboard end, Waterford, and they're all white shirts. And 
onto the 20 metre line to take it no chance of a kick around the corner here either it's back to Stephen Curry he scored earlier on for Waterford one of their two points is with Conor Murray now and that's great chasing back credit to Jamie Clark he puts in a great shift here's Conor Doyle Conor feeds it back to Dara O'Brien the rogue man and Radfield man link well together and that ball just hits the ground and runs away again everybody's getting wet and their complexions are changing Brian it's getting harder to know who these lads yeah, are yeah with the numbers definitely Brendan <laughs> and the lights but yeah. anyway Karloff defended well Conor Dyle did really well there here he is again ah he's a fine footballer he's taken after his dad Noel um, look Brendan the thing with Carlo is they're doing really well they're frustrating Waterford and really at the minute it's fair to say that Waterford have really no answers to the Carlo the way Carlo are after setting up defensively and it's working it's not easy on the eye at times but in fairness they are moving the ball quickly from defence into the forward line If they, to try now and not give away a score before half time go in with a 6 or a 7 point lead and it's theirs for the taking in the second half Dara Kern and Liam Roberts link well in the full back line then it's out as far as Connor Doyle back to Connor and Philly man in possession he's waiting for the runner the runner was uh, the full back Shane Boogie of Aero but Shane decided to stay going now Carlos just want to be careful again because the ball comes across the 45 Cunningham is well out of his goal he doesn't give the call for it it's to uh, Shawnee Bambrick now he gives the call he's still outside his 20 metre line one minute of normal time remaining here in the opening half with thanks to Dan Morrissey and co in the league of their own with a full range of concrete quarry roof products roof tiles and macadam and the ball breaks in the middle of the park and everybody's getting a touch on this ball now and it's going up and down the park, but Carlo, with that goal from Morrissey, nudged him well in the lead. It's 1-5 now. Two points to Waterford. Here come Waterford. Are they going to make it point number three on the stroke of half-time? The new man that came on a few moments ago, wearing 15 is uh, down. Well, that's not the new man. He got the touch on the ball. That was Garrett Duffy of St. Saviour's. Waterford, meanwhile, still have the ball. It's uh, slow. It's pedestrian-like, but it's all about keeping possession and trying to get the best man forward to get the score. Carlo have everybody behind the bar, bar Column Hulton. And here come all that's great defending again from Carlo. And Carlo got a free out this time. And when you go win the ball, you know, nine, nine times out of ten, you'll get those challenges. But uh, full credit to Shane Boogie. He done quite well that time. Yeah, he's done really well. Uh, and it's his, like, you know, it's his first year in with the Carlo seniors. Um, did really well there. Was out in front of his man. And... Uh, you know, really positive defending there. Two minutes of added time. Waterford are guilty of giving away a few frees because Carroll are running at them and, and are causing them a few problems. Yeah. But, but they'll have to stay going, Brian. I know it's 1-5 to 2. I said Carroll listeners don't need a reminder, supporters. Carroll were 10 points up against London. Yeah, exactly. Look, as I say, six points, you know, while it's a decent lead in these weather conditions, all it takes really is a goal. It's back to a three-point game. But in saying all of that, Carroll looked the far more confident team, um, Brendan. Um, so look I believe now it's probably a brave thing to say it's Carlos to lose at the minute but as I say you know if they get sloppy or if they take their, their eye off the ball but they're going in now it's looking like they'll go in with a, a six point lead Brendan yeah and in fairness to play 10 minutes of that first half with 14 men also so yeah absolutely look and I suppose another thing for Carlo is they've come out with a game plan a defensive game plan they've only let uh, Waterford score uh, two, two points one from a free uh, and one from open play so really and truly, the, the manager and the team have to be very happy going in. You concede only oh, two points. Yeah, just uh, greasy conditions. The ball went away from Josh Moore. He did everything right, Josh. I feel sorry for him because he went to toad, toad the hand back in with the left uh, leg, and he just got away from the greasy ball. Here come Waterford. That was a little bit of an innocuous challenge by Carroll. The referee looked like he was going to play an advantage, but Waterford have it and to move it forward. Connor O'Curran, the man from Onrin, the well-talked area of County Waterford in possession. Down to Stephen Curry. 
That's out well done again from water. Young Boogie. Yeah, he's done well, Young Boogie. Yeah. And uh, Darrell O'Brien was there also. Yeah, so. I think it was Darrell Yeah, Darrell in the end, yeah. They're all getting their hair wet. They're looking a bit different, these lads, in the lights wet with the wet hairs. But anyway, it was Darrell with that interception. 1-5 to Carlo, two points to Waterford. Looks like this man is going to take a pot shot at this. That's a fair strike. Decent effort, but wide. Yeah, it was a decent effort. It's gone to the right and wide. That could be the last kick of the first half, Brian. Looks like it, Brendan, yeah. Yeah, good, good enough first half from Carla. 1-5, a total of 8 points in bad conditions. Not bad. If you finish with 16 or 17, the old Dermot Early Theory win most matches. That extended over the last few years, but I think tonight, 16 or 17 will possibly win it in total. Yeah, definitely. There's the half-time whistle. Look, it's a, it, it's a great first half. You know, as I say, coming off two defeats. Very positive from Carlo. Six points up. Uh, all good. And we look forward to the second half, Brendan. Certainly so. Uh, one five two north two and I don't think Brian before we do hand back to Shannon in the studio I don't think Niall is going to look at that I think he's going to be happy with everybody because everybody out there has put in their shift and I think one or two things I said to you in the first half uh, their discipline was one and they were just a little silly things the basics you call them you just Carlo would just have to get them right and the other thing as well where the discipline comes into it they don't need or want to lose a player to a black card or two yellows or a straight red in the second half because that's the downfall of any team especially in the Division 4 no you don't and look this is where you'll want the likes of Jordan Morrissey and Darrow O'Brien and uh, Dara Foley you know to talk to the younger lads bring them on but as I say it's it's all good it's very positive from Carlo um uh, and they're in a very strong position going into the second half. But as I say, you know, it is only six points. Give away a goal, a sloppy goal. What you don't want to do is give a bit of confidence to Waterford. But uh, the first half, Waterford had no answers to Carlo's defensive plan, Brendan. And in fairness to Carlo, they moved the ball quickly. Um, they, they, they scored 1-5 and only conceded two points. So, very good. Uh, very good indeed. Brian Kelly on analysis with us here tonight at Netwatch Cullen Park. Shannon Redmond's back at base. We'll hand back to Shannon. She'll play a few tunes for us and she'll also play a few after the match and take us up to 10 o'clock tonight. Where I will be back, Maureen. I'll be back at 10 o'clock. And uh, Gus, we'll have a few waltzes for you tonight then as well at 10 o'clock. So, Shannon, the floor is yours. I know you have a few ads to play, but it's half time here in Netwatch Cullen Park in round three of the Alliance National Football League Division 4. It's Carlow, one goal and five points. Waterford, two points. KCLR Live Sport. The Alliance Football League Division 4, Round 3. Carlow versus Waterford. With thanks to Dan Morrissey and Co. In a league of their own with a full range of concrete, quarry products, roof tiles, and macadam. DanMorrisseyandCo.com. Welcome back to a very wet, miserable Netwatch Cullen Park. Well, these two sides have met numerous occasions, 55 times in total, 57 actually, and totaled up and not counting walkovers. And there was one, I think, back in the day, uh, Carlo lead 35 to 20 with two draws. And on Carlo's side, they have uh, 26 meetings on Carlo's side. Carlo have won 17 of them, Waterford have won seven with one draw, while the home uh, county also won only fixture played at Brother Leo Park in Tullo. So Carlo have defeated Waterford in Tullo. There's one for the table quiz enthusiasts and in County Waterford Carla have journeyed to the Dacia on 29 occasions 19 times to Fraherfield on Garvin and uh uh, 10 to 8 there to Carlo. One draw, five visits to Walsh Park, Waterford City, and down to Lismore twice, Stradbally, Portlaw, and in the WIT campus, which we were there in Carriganore a few years ago during the Beast from the East. I'll never forget it. We got out of there alive anyway and won the match. 15 uh, 13 to Carlo down on Waterford. So, Brian, a great photograph. I know you're reminiscing. Your father was a great Carlo uh, underage and senior player too, but a fantastic photograph looking back 60 years. The Carlo team that defeated All Ireland champions Kerry in the National Football League in Tralee in 90. 
1962. Great photograph. Yeah, great photograph with lots of uh, famous players there. Yeah, correct. I think uh, throwing is now in, Brendan. Yeah, here we go. Most important thing is in this half, no goals, we win the game. Concede goals, we're under pressure. Okay, well, here comes uh, Darrell O'Brien, centre-back for Carlo. Carlo playing from right to left into the cannery end in this, the second half. Half-time score, if you're just joining us. 1-5 to Carlo, two points to Waterford. Uh, three points for Darrell Foley, two frees, one from play. Connor Crowley got the opening score. Colm Hulton got an excellent point and a great goal scored by Jordan Morrissey. Now, the referee's going to have a word with David Hallahan to kill McThomas man here. There's a Carlman injured just underneath the stand here. So it's uh, Shane Clark. Or no, it's not. It's actually Jamie, his brother. Was it a push? It was. Brendan, do you know what? It's definitely a yellow card. Red would be very harsh, yes, but it was high, and he looks like he's uh, he, he's hurt him. He's hurt him here with this. Yeah, Connor Doyle comes over to make sure that Clark is okay. He's okay. He's up on the. He's up. He's a hardy bit of stuff, uh, Jamie Clark. He's a. Uh, he got it high, seems to be the back of the neck, but the referee and linesman are having a chat here, but the yellow card has been given, and we have another bit of you know, pushing and shoving here to the left-hand side, and Carlo leading here, 1-5 to 2 points, and it's not the start either team wanted for the second half, Brian, because you need the momentum to get up and going, and when you get a bit of momentum, you put your foot to the throttle, and off you go, but uh, it's a stop-start now at the minute, and it's early days yet. Yeah, and I see, in fairness to both sets of teams, that had the second set of jer- jerseys, which you really need, and new socks coming in for the for the second half. Uh, so hopefully we get off to a good start, Brendan. Um, Connor Dial floats this one in. It's a great ball. Foley's underneath it. Waterford intercept, but it comes back out towards Colm Hulton. Scored one in the first half. Two men marking him. Cuts back in field. Just let the ball go loosely down onto his toe that time. Waterford tidied up, and the referee is going to give an advantage here to Waterford coming out with this ball. Going to clear it from their own half back line. Dermot Ryan. They'll hang on to it. If they're hanging on to it, have a long way from home. They are. There's a lot of running going to have to be done in this second half. Carroll leading 1-5-2. to two. That was the half-time score. We're now into the third minute of the second half in association with Dan Morrissey and Co. in a league of their own with their own full range of concrete quarry products, roof tiles and macadam. You can check them out on danmorrisseyandco.com. And a big thank you to them for their kind sponsorship. It is KCLR 96 FM. Life and Netwatch, Cullen Park and Waterford go forward. Carroll got the hand in there and that's good defending. And that was a push this time. That wasn't good defending Brian Kelly. And that's one of the little bits of discipline I was talking about because that gives the initiative back to Waterford as the rain drives down again and that watch Cullen Park. Yeah, a little bit of lazy tackling there, Brendan. No harm done. Uh, they're outside the 45. Um, we just want to be mindful, you know, to try and get the first score or two. Um, but Waterford on a good attack here now. Yeah, Carlo just got a stand goal side, but here's the shot coming in. It's wide. With a lovely move. There is an advantage coming back for a free for Waterford. A chance for them to get on to three points. But uh, Waterford driving forward in the opening exchanges here. And uh, don't forget, next Sunday morning here, it's uh, well, it'll be Sunday afternoon as such, but it's an early throw in. Uh, Carlo, the hurling team, taking on Kerry. It will be live here on KCLR 96 FM, as will Kilkenny and Leash be live in the afternoon. So two hurling matches next Sunday here on KCLR 96 FM. If you're planning on going to any games tomorrow anywhere in the country, check the weather forecast first. It might be an idea to check with carloweather.com with Alan O'Reilly because they're giving it more ferocious weather in certain parts of the country. So there could be a few postponements tomorrow. Check before you travel. 1-5, Carlo. Two points to Waterford. The Waterford man is putting this ball on the ground. Brian, the angle is very difficult. If he clips this with the left peg, he was a free taker. It will be a good score. Yeah, if, if it, like, look, he, he is on the four, 14, but it's, it's, it's just in off the sideline. It will be a great free. Uh, personally, I think it's probably a 50-50 in these conditions. It'll be a big score, and it'll give Waterford a big rise. 
He certainly will. And that is the story at the moment. He struck it well, but it's, it's gone way across no, the goal. It's kept in play, right. though. It's kept in play. Dylan Guyry has it. He sends it back out towards the half-forward line. The Waterford are going to go from distance this time. Dropping in around the house, and that's going to go wide, says the umpire. It's a let-off for Carlo Brian. A big let-off. Yeah, a big let-off there for um, um, Carlo. I, I don't like, uh, I suppose, uh, criticising Waterford. It, again, it's constructive criticism. Uh, a little bit clueless as regards going forward, Brendan. They're, they're doing an awful, an awful lot of their play in the middle third of the field. In fairness to Carlo, when they do get up the field, they do make it count. Uh, good kick out here from um, Kieran Connolly out to the middle of the field and a great uh, fetch from Murta Ware, in fairness. And plays yeah, he's a ball. great ball and he gets it on to Morrissey. He's steaming through. Jordan Morrissey, just a greasy ball, wasn't held on to. Jordan does well, turns out of trouble. Gets a call from behind. That's good defending Waterford. He was really on his own there, but he lost his footing as well, to be fair to Morrissey now Waterford drill it back downfield it's two against two here and it has to be just good discipline defending from Carlo now in the driving rain at Netwatch Cullen Park meanwhile Mayo lead Dublin 1-5 to 7 points in Croke Park and here at Netwatch Cullen Park in the Alliance Football Division 4 it's Carlo 1-5 Waterford 2 points we've yet to have a score in the second half and we're into the 6th minute of the second half here come Waterford their left half back is Dermot Ryan he plays for the Nair, and that's a big ball from Dermot Ryan. Great score. That's a great score. That's a very good score. So Waterford have got their third. They have been scarce, but they'll be delighted with that one. The manager, Effie Fitzgerald, will certainly be happy. But uh, Niall Crew was probably saying down there, well, we've played very good football in the first half and we moved the ball very well we haven't really done so in the second half Jordan was a bit unfortunate but he really had no support when he did no, get no support there that, like, in, in fairness Brendan that was a monster score from Dermot Ryan um, you know uh, if we can keep Waterford on the attack and the ball is fell to uh, yeah great chance great here chance there's here. Connor Crowley right, inside right the 45 the carries it forward is he going to go for a goal Connor Crowley picks his one lays it out to the right hand side Connor Crowley yeah. the brilliant goal for Carlo carried it all the way forward played the 1-2 with the captain Darrell Foley Foley uses experience to switch it back into Crowley and Brian he has been excellent for Carlo and any given day Connor Crowley puts in a great shift he's been a terrific corner forward he's 23 now still in the prime of his life with a great career ahead of him but that's a great score and a great move look he's a fantastic player I know Connor really well uh, lucky enough to have played football with him uh, very dangerous um, but did the right thing you know made it an easier goal scoring by doing the 1-2 with Dara Foley um, Perfect tonic for Carlo, really. 2 5 to Carlo, 3 points to Waterford. So that's 11 points to 3. They're 8 up here. Well, they're 7 up because Waterford pitching in now with long range shooting efforts, and that's their second in the second half. And this time it's come from the boot of Stephen Curry, who scored a free in the first half. He's now got one, and that is a 2 5 to Carlo, 4 points to Waterford at the moment. Brian, a good score, Waterford, but a great score, Carlo. Ah, yeah, look, it, it was very poor defending from Waterford. It was came direct from a long kick out, we won the kick out and in fairness to Murta Ware he, he caught a great ball, turned, gave a quick uh, pass to Conor Crowley, it all opened up in front of him, he did the right thing he did a 1-2 with Dara Foley um, but as I say uh, a great start for Carlo possibly on the ground there, I think he's after getting away with Jordan, in fairness to him yeah, He celebrates his birthday tomorrow Jordan so he's flying it here today if Carlo win this he'd feel his birthday started early he's done very very well he gets a great ball as far as uh, Shane Clark. Shane Clark lays it off to the brother, Jamie. Switches it back across to Connor Crowley. Crowley back to Clark. Turns a little dummy inside. Pull from behind. Free and Carlo to the 20 metre line. That's going to be a free. 
and Carloman dragged to the ground inside but the, that was after the foul and uh, now Brian this is what I'm on about young Clark can't get involved here there's lads hopping off him in there they know he's a little bit volatile and you can't fault a fella a great neighbour of mine and a former inter-county footballer says nice people never won anything you have to have a bit of cut in you playing inter-county but he's got to get out of there they know he's a danger and he can't fall into the trap he's won the free get out of there yeah a little bit of cuteness required there I suppose in his defence you know they were pulling him and dragging him off the ball you have to I suppose defend yourself but you have to do acutely you know because we have a simple 14 yard free which I would expect Dara Foley to pop over and it really puts us in a great position you know it puts us 8 points up Mikey Bambrick is in for Liam Roberts 19 for 2 here's the free coming and uh, thanks to the Morrissey family as well I sent a text to the studio there we, we, uh, I, it's Dara Foley's birthday today as well so happy birthday Dara he's on the free here can he blow the candles out on Waterford 2-5 to Carlo can he make it 2-6 to 4 Foley round the corner ace free taker on his given day sends it in so happy birthday Dara happy birthday to Jordan and congratulations to Jordan also on his undergraduate degree from DCU uh, from his super proud mammy good girl <laughs> mammy well done well done Laura and uh, he's uh, Dara Foley sent this in and over the bar Brian you must be starting to feel old all these lads are still young and you said you're trying to make yourself young I played with Conor Crowley you didn't be <laughs> granny 2-6 <laughs> Carlo 4 points Waterford here come Waterford 10 minutes gone in the second half believe it or not I think it was in 2016 or 17 that Conor Crowley made his debut his first game right, of yeah. the championship was against Port Leash in the first round of the Leinster Club Championship but it was easy to see from a, from a, an early stage that Conor was going to be a top footballer um, again you know it's great to hear Jordan Morrissey doing so well academically um, and you know he, he, he's a great he, he really is a great guy great ambassador um, for Carlo as well absolutely yeah. um, as was his father I know we've said it before like look I suppose the apple doesn't fall too far away from the tree and uh, congrats to Jordan on doing so well in college as well Brian here is a man coming in called Tom O'Connell from Bricky Rangers now he looks like a footballer he's a big strong fella you he's in great like shape to, I thought it was Sean O'Brien with a, a Watford jersey on there he's in great physical shape this fella you wouldn't like to run into him anyway Brendan <laughs> no way no way he's, he's in Tom O'Connell from Bricky Rangers it's 2-6 to Carlo. it's 4 points to Waterford we're 11 minutes played in the second half with thanks to Dan Morrissey and Co in a league of their own with a full range of concrete quarry products roof tiles and macadam here come Carlo can they put another one on the board lovely movement here comes that's Jordan Morrissey again no referee says he's overrun the ball this time and the DCU man says well they need to get back now the poor call yeah well Carlo have four players back there Waterford only two up front so there's numerical advantage for Carlo but Waterford have possession Dara Corcoran Sending it downfield. The new man from Bricky Rovers. Didn't get to the pitch of that. Just got away from him. Hard enough to adapt to it. There's, there's a, one of the Carlo experienced young players. Connor Dyle. He's been around a while and he kept that one moving. Referee not happy with the lunge from Carlo's new man. That's it. Mikey Bambrick, who's uh, gone in the corner back wearing number 19. I think he committed that foul as well. So here is the free in for Waterford two goals and six points to four points free in for Waterford Dermot Ryan it's one of these games Brian where anything can happen but I think the cushion that Carlo have That's you it. said it earlier on it's Carlo's to lose but yeah. you still don't need reminding it's division four anything a scrappy goal a sending off anything 2-6 it's never over till it's over No. 2-6 is a total of 12 points they're leading by eight if this man is successful here Dermot Ryan you know what Waterford lads are like in getting late goals 
Mr. Ruddle last week in Croke Park and Mr. Kylie in IT Carlo today and on Thursday night he broke the hearts of IT Carlo with the last hook of the ball scored a goal again today against UL or for UL and of course Harry Ruddle was the man that put the shamrocks out there's a dangerous ball goes across field is there a Harry Ruddle in this Walter team that looked like it was handled on the ground Carlo defence stood up and got the hand in again Waterford come back have possession Carlo just have to be disciplined and they are disciplined and they're getting Waterford to back back out away from goal but now Waterford found a man in space he's wearing number 10 and he goes for another long range effort Good score. that is gone in and it's gone over the bar and Brian that's their third long range shot that's the Kilmac Thomas man David Allen Pat Cullinan will be happy with that one yeah. 2-6 to, Car- to Carlo 5 points to Waterford and that's 3 long range points in the second half yeah like look they're tipping away Waterford uh, without looking threatening really Brendan uh, like they'll definitely need a goal to get back into this game because Carlo every time Carlo break they're looking uh, dangerous here comes Morrissey feeds it down towards Connor Crowley that's a great run by Crowley Steve the clean pair of heels stills good Palman knocks it back to Colm Hulton he gave that everything punched in along the ground the new man that came on for Waterford in the opening half Liam Fennell of Stradbally he gathered that one a tough tenacious corner back we're told comes back down to the middle of the park and Nara Ware does well or Murta I should say Murta Ware does well now here come Waterford they're growing into this game somewhat but Carlo have a cushion they're leading by 2-6 to 5 points here at Netwatch Cullen Park round 3 of the Alliance National Football League Division 4 here come Waterford Dermot Ryan from the Nair feeds it off to Conor Murray of Rat Gormick now the full forward Dylan Guyrie Dylan Guyrie Runs forward. Dylan Guyrie's done well. He sprays it right over to Conor O'Curran, the man from Onrin. And pass from him back to the middle of the park. The driving rain and Netwatch Cullen Park just falls right over the under the floodlights on top of the Dacia and the Carlow players. As Waterford still hold possession. They're playing into the Dublin Road end goal and this is the second half. At half time, Carlow won five. Waterford two points. It's now Carlow two six. Waterford five points. So there's six between them. That's a free, free in. Yeah, that's a free in. That was a lunge of a challenge, and there was really no need for it because there was another two Carlo defenders in front of the runner, Brian. So yeah. these are the small little things we were talking about. Yeah, absolutely. Look, uh, you'd have to think that Waterford, even it's, it's probably 30, 35 yards out in front of the post, you'd, you'd have to expect that the will score. It brings it back to a two-score game, I suppose, two goals. Uh, in saying all of that, Brendan, Carlo, look, uh, like there's another goal or two in this team whereas Waterford don't really look like creating a goal chance and they will definitely need one to get back into it Looks there's like a point but they're clawing down that scoreboard all the time Brian there's yeah. only the two goals the difference now it's yeah, two like, six to six points and as I say you know it'd be the wrong time to give away a goal now you know because like even though Carlo's confidence is, is decent tonight like you know it could become very brittle if Waterford put, put, put a bit of a press on them well here's the kick out from Kieran Cunningham he's a massive kick to kick the Bagnastown man sub goalie is also a Bagnastown Galesman Kuba Budisk here come Carlo need a score now to replace straight away Shawnee Bambrick of Old Lachlan nice man of possession Shawnee swings it back around the corner to Dara Foley he went looking for the return ball Waterford get in the hand Waterford defence working hard but that's a lovely true ball from Carlo won it back on the ground and now it's uh, with the Carlo centre forward Jamie Clark Connor Dyle came forward good vision by the Bradville man 
and he gets it back to the two Clark brothers, Shane and Jamie, linking well together. And Jamie sends it over to the right hand side, and Carlo advancing forward through Shane Boogie. It's done well at full back, the Aerog man, and Dara Ware, Murta, I should say, gets it, plays it inside. Ooh, the bounce just didn't come at the right time for the Carlo player steaming through, but they still have possession. And Murta Ware, he's fouled. He's, player, three, he's done yeah. really well there. He, yeah, he was here one minute, he was there, he's over there. He's working hard, Murta. He's done really well tonight, Brendan. He's won an awful lot of dirty ball. He's made himself a presence in around the middle of the field and he's just won a free which you'd expect um, Jamie Clark to pop over the bar here. Yeah, Niall Hickey looks like he's going to be introduced in a moment so there's going to be a free here. This is important Brian um, he's got to get this. Yeah you'd be expecting him to get this Brendan it's just, uh, it suits his left foot definitely goes over That's the bar. It. That was important 2-7 to Carlo. 6 points to Waterford was that Clark kicked that? Yeah it was yeah, Jamie, Jamie Clark. Clark with the free Jamie Clark with the free. Waterford goalkeeper coming for the kick out. Paddy Hunt, another man from Rat Gormuck. So 13 points to Carlo. 2 7 in total. 6 points to Waterford. 7 between them. Number 7 has the ball for Waterford now. Dermot Ryan. Are Waterford going to go looking for a goal? So it's uh, 17 minutes played in the second half. Their centre forward is Dara Corcoran. St. Saviour's man. Ballybeg area of Waterford City. In as far as Dylan Guyrie. Dylan Guyrie to Conor O'Curran. Oh, Karan, the number five, Carlo again, stand up and uh, defend very well. Build a nice uh, shape across the back. Looks like Niall Hickey is going to be introduced yeah, as the sub, Brendan. Yeah, Niall there, number 22 on his back. If all the numbers are right, that should be Niall down there. There's a great true ball. Here's the man from Bricky Rangers, as we said. That's uh, Tom O'Connell. He turned well. He got it back as far as Stephen Curry. And Stephen Curry lets fly. Hits the, the ball. ball. Ooh, danger here. Carlo got to win this ball. Waterford have it. There's a free coming here. There's a shot. That's and there's a the goal. That's the difference. That's the point I was making. Game on in Netwatch Cullen Park. The slippy ball. The change has been made. Waterford have got the goal. 1-6. And it's hammered to the back of the net. And Dylan Guyry, the man that's the captain from Bally McCarbury. I did say his dad, Dick, played for Waterford. But Dylan plays. He's the captain tonight. Dylan Guyry has got the goal. Brian Kelly. And all of a sudden, we got a game on. It's 2-7 to Carlo. Total of 13 points. 1-6 to Waterford. There's only four points in it. And if you were a Waterford supporter or management here, you'd be praising the referee again. It was a foul by a Carlo man. The referee did give the advantage. And in fairness to Dylan Guyry, while he knew he had the advantage, it was a shot to Naughton and he buried it in the back of the net. From probably 25 yards out, kept it lower, Brendan. So, as I say, this is where the confidence now, will it deteriorate or will the Carlo lads stand up uh, and be counted? Because we need to get the next score now, Brendan. You know, we don't want to bring it down to a three-point game. There's a new man on the field called John Elstead. He's on Ballinacorty. And he's come on in place of uh, the centre half back Brian Luby from Ballinacorty. So one Ballinacorty man for another on the Waterford team. Cunningham with the kick out. 2 7 Carlo. 1 6 to Waterford. 18 minutes gone in the second half. And Waterford getting a rub of the green now because there's a free being given here by match referee Fergal Kelly from Longford. Bringing it up. They're doing silly little things now, Brendan. I, men- I mentioned and it half times. Yeah, and it just shouldn't be doing this because they're four points up. They're still in control. Just get back to the basics. Hold possession work a score but as I say they're still in control of the game Brendan there's no need to panic here come Waterford they can reduce it to a one score game there's another wrong range effort gone in wide. but that's wide that's to the left and wide Brian Kelly that's a lead off for Carlo um, 
there's no real big threat Murtagh's run a few moments ago and the referee that Clark kicked over was really the only big threat Carl have had in the last uh, 10 yeah, minutes yeah it seems like Brendan you know we're after retreating into ourselves um, do the players think they've done enough I'm not too sure if they have or not in saying that I don't think there's need to panic Brendan we're four pints up it's a ter- terrible weather condition but if we can get our hands onto a ball great ball great catch from Dara Foley plays a lovely ball, ball in and a quick ball downfield and the runner goes inside and it's a Crowley races forward Carlo need a score here Crowley's in can he turn his man he turns him goes for the shot oh hits the post gets a free he gets a free referee is consistent tonight Fergal Kelly I think Brian you've said it in fairness the referee you know while people find it the easy things to pick out and I heard Paddy McEnany saying years ago you get 98% of teams right and 2% wrong but in fairness to Fergal Kelly tonight he's been very consistent he's seen the foul as uh, Crowley went for the shot and he comes and he gives Carla the free which is a fair call because he's done likewise for water for a few minutes ago. I think he's, he's had an outstanding game so far I hope uh, he doesn't make a bag of us now <laughs> I know you will be pleased <laughs> in happens. a few minutes but in saying all of that Brendan you know he's played the advantage rule so well for both sides you know and look maybe we did say earlier on that he missed the push and it's, it's only constructive criticism but it's very easy for us to see it at a height he's down there in the middle of this war that's going on but he's, he's doing really well look we're back to a that was an important score for us Brendan you know because if it had to be in a three point game yeah it's a two score game now as we said 100% so 2-8 is a total of 14 points it's a five point game actually 2-8 is a 14 isn't it 6-8 is 14 correct yeah 1-6 is 9 here come Carlo again moving it quickly Connor Crowley putting in a fair old shift right throughout this game Waterford win that back the linesman has the flag up now who was out was it Waterford out or was should it be Carlo? a Waterford ball I'd imagine Brendan. I think it could be a Carlo ball Brian there's a bit of yeah no, Waterford have got a free, I think, even though the linesman still holds the flag up. But all is eating away seconds. Brian, 21 gone, but still a long way to go. Yeah, we're, we're in control, Brendan. I am confident we can close out the game. Another two or three scores will close out this game. But as I say, here they are. Carlo after front row, after doing really well there. Should be a free here, possibly. Good play, Carlo. Hulton goes forward. He won't get a free for that. Referee said he dived. He did a, what did they call it? Simulation. Is that what they call that, Brian? Yeah, Jorgen Klinsmann. Oh, simulation. He was back in your day, Brendan. I wasn't <laughs> born when he was playing soccer. Well, you remember played, him well. He played in Flower Lodge and so did I. But anyway, two goals and eight points. Carlos, other friends, Beckham Bar. One goal and six. Uh, 22 minutes gone. Here go Waterford. Brought to you in association with Dan Morrissey and Co. In a league of their own with a full range of concrete quarry products, roof tiles and macadam. It's still 2-8 to Carlo, 1-6 to Waterford. Here come Waterford on the attack. Carlo just got to defend this stand up and stay goal side. Nice play from Waterford. They've recycled it well. Conor O'Coran is in possession now. Comes back around the corner. This man has added a bite to them. Tom O'Connell of Bricky Rangers. It's a, he looked a complete athlete when he came on the field. He's won his fair share of the ball so far. But uh, Darrell O'Brien read that well. Now, what can the man from the Browns Hill Road do with this one? He takes it outside to 45. He's a, that's a free and uh, that's a bit of experience from Dara he knew he had a man to his right a man to his left but he felt the hand coming in and uh, Shane Boogie came out and done well there too yeah they, 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 both of them did really well, well there Brendan um, uh, as I say I think Carlo settled back down that was an important free that the one and got the, uh, got the score um, still all in all there's what 13, 14, 15 minutes if you put on a bit of injury time as well onto that Brendan so like look 23 exactly gone now yeah so 12 and probably 3 minutes so you're looking yeah. at a quarter of an hour to play yeah in fairness to the two Clarks and Connor Crowley they're doing really well they're lively they're going at the tro- throats of the Waterford players and here they go again here's Clark again 
Lovely ball. Now, can Crowley put this one around the corner? He's out on the 20 metre line. Sends it back towards Shane Clark this time. Oh, Shane. Bad hand pass. Excuse the French if you heard a few Carlo supporters saying anything there. 2 8 to Carlo. 1 6 to Water. That was a tired pass, Brian. They're going to, have to grind this out for the last 15 minutes, and yeah. this is where it gets tough. This is where it gets really tough here now, Brendan. You know, just for the Carlo players to fully concentrate now on getting, keeping the possession, you know, giving the easy ball, even if it's it's not easy on the, on the eye for spectators. That shouldn't matter. Just keep playing the ball around. Don't lose possession. Once you're in possession, Waterford can't hurt us. Here's a 2-8 to Karloff. Total of 14 points. 1-6 to Waterford. Total of 9 points. 24 minutes played. 11 minutes of regulation time remaining. And Netwatch Cullen Park as Waterford come forward through Dermot Ryan. Lovely turn from Ryan. Goes with the left peg, but uh, that's uh, out around pal. That one is uh, his radar as well off on that occasion. But I think his right foot is his strongest, and the Karloff player knew that closing down. He went with his left. And you know what? you got to credit the fella to do that because the complete footballer can kick with yeah. the two and look, that's what you need now to be a top inter-county footballer. In fairness, look, he did he did pull it. It was a good strike, only just uh, the wrong accuracy. There's the kick out from Kieran Cunningham. Sends it out to the middle of the park, but uh, it breaks in the middle, and Connor Dyle just couldn't get to it. The waterman got a hand to it. Connor would chase back, but they got a chase back with a bit of discipline. Carroll to distribute this one well. David Hallahan scored earlier on. Throws it onto his right peg. Has he enough height in that? He has. And Waterford have clawed back another one. It came from a mistake on the far side. And Brian, it's probably unfair to say it's a mistake because. Well, you think looking at the possession that it's going to fall towards Connor Dial, but it didn't fall towards Connor. It was away from him. He's never going to get to it, and no one else picked it up either. Yeah. So, Waterford rods on to get the possession. Two eight to one six, fourteen points. It's 1-7, yeah, it had to change, yeah. That. It was 1-6, it. yeah, it's 1-7 now. So it's, there's four points between them, Brian. Yeah, they, they, and they're not going away, but I still think if Carlos show composure, but Waterford on the attack again here now. Yeah, here they go, and this is exactly what happened in the London match. London hit a purple patch at this moment in the game. Ball breaks infield, Carlo have got to be good. Keeper's met a call. Oh, oh it was a bit of a mix-up there, but Carlo were saved on the line. I'm not sure which of the defenders got back, but Cunningham was drawn. He got a touch on it now. Can Carlo it right down the flank on the far side the Carlo supporters are urging on their team they don't want three defeats on the trot they're normally a team that would muster up six to eight points in the Alliance National Football League but no points from two games Waterford one point from two games they drew a Tipperary lost to London Carlo lost to London heavy defeat against Sligo and Carlo leading here now is this to be their first victory here's one of their upcoming stars and present stars Crowley Connor plays it in as far as Clark that's a super super score for the man from Bagnestown Jamie Clark and what about a pass from Connor Crowley yeah. the Palma but you can't beat that a score on the run like that yeah. beautifully displayed Batched off the left peg. Beautiful score, and I just commented earlier on that the two Clarks and Connor Crowley are really linking up uh, really well. An important score, you know, you're just keeping Waterford, uh, pushing them further and further away from you. Um, but as I say, you know, I think another pint or two, Brendan, uh, we, 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 we could be on our way to our first set of pints. That's in Dr. Cullen Park. You're going for one or two on Carp after, I suppose, as well. 26 minutes gone, 2 9 to Carlo, 1 7 to Waterford, 15 points to 10. It's a 5 point 
point lead for Carlow at the moment but here come Waterford Carlow are doing a lot of defending in this the second half Waterford have made another change Jason Curry is in the man from Ratgormack they move it downfield here's their midfielder Brian Lynch Brian Lynch big ball oh. in field he was looking for the runner Dermot Ryan who's moved up front at the moment but the Carlow defence to, to their credit have been good they've made a change in the back line Mikey Bambrick is in for Liam Roberts in the second half full back Shane Boogie has done quite well tonight along with Dara Kern and Jordan Morrissey in particular scoring a goal in that first half alongside Connor Dyle and Dara O'Brien but I think we have a 45 and you're right Brian Kelly 2-9 to Carlow 1-7 to Waterford with thanks to Dan Morrissey and Cosa that's 15 points to 10 and I think it's a fair reflection on the game so far Carlow probably deserved the lead but they're going to have to be careful here because if Waterford drop this around the house and get a goal yeah. it's a two point game correct yeah look at half time Brendan we were winning by 6 points in the second half got it it's a point good score They've got it like when you look at Brendan in the second half it's 1-4 to 1-7 Connor Murray 1-4 sorry to 1-6 in favour of Waterford so that, there, there's where the four points is so you could say that Waterford have been slightly the better team in the second half Um I, I think it's just important now Carlo to keep their composure uh, looks like six minutes of our, our normal time and whatever the ref decides to play after that there's a big ball of feet Colm Hulton reaches to the middle but Watford get that breaking ball and Watford are a little bit cuter at the moment Carlo latched it under that but Hulton to be fair had to go for it now it's downfield and Dermot Ryan who has said as advanced forward he's now a forward he's at left half forward for oh, Watford kicking it away. Yeah, well they've made a mistake here. there's a few tired passes at the moment it's all about ball retention now for Carlo that's it, Dara Foley out around the middle of the park. And here they come. Just have to keep possession now and not give it away foolishly. Carlo on the attack. 2-9 Carlo, 1-8 to Waterford. We're just on the half-hour mark at Netwatch Cullen Park. Colm Hulton out in the 40 Beautiful ball threaded through. Carlo moving it through. Shane Clark to Jamie, the middle of the park. That, he's caught a little bit high. That's it. Referee. This man is really tormenting the Waterford defence. And uh, you said it, Brian. Clark and Crowley. And you can mention the two Clark, Shane and yeah, Jamie. But Connor Crowley, he just tips the ball on his toe, puts the head down, and the Waterford man, he's not going to stop him. He fouls him and he's winning the freeze. Now, this is a vital free, but it's ideal for Dara to kick it. I always say, people say, what does Hennessy be talking about? Kicking it around the corner. It means he's not in line with the goal and he's got to aim for the post way on the right and bring it back in. Yeah, look, it'll be a tremendous free if he lands it, but it does suit him. Like, you know, he'll try and draw it in off the, off, off the right post. Don't put the mockers on him now, Scott. No, absolutely. God, I hope not. I hope he kicks it. In <laughs> um, saying all of that, Connor Crowley, I know he's my own club man. I don't want to be singing his praise the whole time. But the one thing that's so refreshing about him is. There's a tin Man here over here and you said he's good <laughs> there's a great kick from Foley that is absolutely top class no Brian bar. this answers the questions for Carlos supporters if they want to win this great but you know this man was missing in Sligo um, Jordan Morrissey was missing in Sligo you know you need your top players with no disrespect to the new chaps and they need the top players beside them well you need them Brendan apart from being the top players that are the most experienced players as well that was a, a, an amazing free from uh, Dara Foley but you know what he's been doing it for years and he deserves great credit because he's there he's there with Carlo day in day out year in year oh that's it linesman had to see that Brian linesman had to see that right there we're looking at a red card yeah there's an elbow there he caught him he caught him we let the referee deal with it now the referee has been uh, fantastic all night Fergal Kelly's been consistent Carlo got a black card earlier on but now I don't see him staying on the field here, Brian. No, I think it's definitely That's a red, red card, yeah. He had to go. He's only on the field, Jason Curry. Now, you know what? I'm going to be fair to the lad. I'm going to be fair to the lad. 
it didn't look like it was malice in it but he caught him with his elbow and he's unfortunate I think Brendan you've called it spot on I don't think there was malice in it it looked it looked bad it looked bad yeah, but it's a red right, card yeah. offence it's, it's a red card, card. it's a red yeah. card he caught him yeah it's a red card and he caught a, he caught Jamie Clark now that won't help Waterford's cause we have four, four minutes and 20 seconds remaining 2.10 to Carlow I mentioned at half time our late great friend Dermot Early who did all the commentary with us here with when Aerog were going well and O'Hanrahan's and the whole lot the late great Dermot of uh, Roscommon and Kildare fame he always said to us about the 17 points and in winter conditions 17 will win most matches Carlow 16 no Brian I reckon if they get another one they'll be home and host yeah look I think the game is cooked now definitely with an extra man as well Brendan Waterford can't come back from this I see Keegan Brad coming in here yeah uh, played well on his debut as well yeah absolutely and it's great to see uh, a young lad like this from Fenna coming in um, and as I say you know uh, the, the Carlo lads here I hope I'm not speaking before uh, I, w- I would turn here I, I do believe that they are going to go on and win the game but they should be proud of themselves because these are all young lads that are after nailing their, their, their heart to the jersey and more power to them yeah and now back to the, the challenge there for the red card if it wasn't uh, malicious uh, it hurt because the Carlo player has to leave the field now so you know an elbow can be a sore dose but uh, the referee Fergal Kelly has given the I water I don't mean this in a, in, a, in a funny sense but the two Clarks are after coming off um Jamie is after being replaced and Jamie's after coming off injured in the one play and he's okay he'll be going back in I think he'll be okay yeah okay well just when we have a stop and play we've uh, 28 Carlos Sports stars and we have to give a shout out to Lucy Cullen she was in Tallis Stadium last night to see Shamrock Rovers for the first time she's age 6 and a great friend of ours Dylan Duffy you all know his dad Kieran from After Dark Dylan was a Rovers player he's now with with, uh, UCD he's on a scholarship and there we are well done Conor Dyle Conor Dyle he's really playing well He's really... Pl- oh, there's a foul off the ball. He's getting a bit... Uh, <laughs> Waterford the trying to say Carlo threw in the elbow, Brian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, 2.10 to one eight. Three minutes remaining. They can't hang on here now, Brian. It's a big night for Niall Carew if they do because the backs were to the wall here coming in tonight. Yeah, it'd be a great win for Niall Carew and the team. Uh, I do believe at this stage, Brendan, they are going to hold on. A bit of discipline. Just tack over a pint or two now in the last couple of minutes and it's job done. Jordan Morrissey celebrates the birthday tomorrow, as we said. If you just missed that and if you meet him, you can say, well done. You can say, well done to the team. Oh, but they can't say, well done yet because they've given away possession. They've given away possession and Waterford come down the field. It's all about standing up to be counted now. And the right man in the right place, Carlo weathered the ball, I have to give credit, uh, Shane Boogie and O'Brien have been good in the spine of the Carlo defence and working well off them, Kern, Dyle, uh, Morrissey Roberts when he was there and Mikey since he's come on as well. I think they've done really really well Brendan, you know, like look you'd expect that from Darrell O'Brien, he's a seasoned campaigner, but in fairness to Shane Boogie a, a young man coming in, he's done really well. Hulton gives it to Darrell Foley sends it in, and that should be game set a match well done Darrell Foley, well done Colm Hulton and well done the Carlo defence, and Keegan Bradley was involved that time, he's only in the field if few seconds 2-11 to Carlo 1-8 to Waterford and we've one and a half minutes of normal time remaining that's 17 points to Carlo 11 points to uh, Waterford and Adam Murphy is uh, warming up to come in for Carlo as well Adam Murphy is down there with number 24 on his back so all these fellas are training four nights of the week to do put in a good shift so when they can give people a chance to give them a game Nyla is going to give them a game Waterford is there a sting in the Waterford tail they need to dig goals out now We'll have one draw from three games. And of course, tough assignments coming up in the next few weeks for them in the Munster Championship at the end of the Alliance National Football League Division 4 campaign for Carlow. It's off to Cavan next weekend, Briffney Park, but going there with two points on the board. With thanks to Dan Morrissey and Co. Looks to be going well. In the league of their own. And a full range of concrete quarry products, roof tiles, and macadam. See Dan Morrissey. 
and co.com. And just to think of something there, we mentioned free takers all night. You had to score a massive free against Clare here. What year was that? Your cousin Dermot was in the goal for Clare that day. God, I don't know. Brendan. Early 2000s. I'd say it was probably 2004, 2005. It was a memorable one now, in fairness, because it was the winning one. But <laughs> it was. It was. And especially with my first cousin, cousin underneath the bus looking at it going over. For Clare, yeah. Um, but, you know, look, it's great to have memories like that. We don't, in Carlo, you know, we find it hard to get to get Small it county brain. Yeah, Small absolutely. County. You know, and we have to understand that. But until the GEA, and I think they are making the, the correct uh, moves now, you know, to have different competitions. Yeah. Um, like you see it in, in England with professional soccer. You see it in all sports. You know, the big teams, the bigger picks. You see it here is Crown, Carlo Hurling, Christy Rings, Joe McDonough's absolutely. Colin Absolutely. To Division One, and it worked well for them. It's been fantastic, and yeah. you know they need to do it in football. Look, yeah. you have older people saying, you know, it has to be left the same way, but you know, a definition of madness is repeating yourself over and over, expecting different results. It's just, you know, they have to do changes. Five minutes of added time, Brian. I think Carlo should have enough in the tank. Here they go, back on the game. Two eleven, Carlo, one eight to Waterford. Carlo at possession, sending it all the way back to the middle field. Waterford, of course, down two. 14 men at the moment as Carlo come forward. Jordan Morrissey, he's been excellent for Carlo tonight. So is this man, Connor Dyle of Radville. Connor turns back in field. That's it, Adam Murphy. Nice switch from Adam Murphy back to Jordan. Jordan is on the left hand side here at the minute. And uh, now it's back as far as the centre half back, Dara O'Brien. Muckle sent a text there in 1994. He must be thinking of the museum. It wasn't back then. You weren't even born in 94. Muckle was 20 in 1984. <laughs> 2-11 to Carlo. 1-8 to Waterford. 36. <laughs> well, you're, you're talking about good free takers. Like, Christ above, he really was a good free taker. I remember going in at all the Aero games and watching, but he was just so calm and confident the way he used to stroke he the ball. He won't be calm this full-time whistle goes here now at the moment. Here comes uh, one of the Carlos news players. This is uh, Niall Hickey. Niall Hickey plays it back towards... Dara O'Brien. I hope he remembers those kind words when I go in looking for Isle now next week. Uh. <laughs> it's gone up. Uh, Dara Corner Radville's done well. Now, here come Carlo. We're in the dying embers. Five minutes of added time. Two of those minutes have been played. Three remaining. Carlo Lee, two goals and 11 points to Waterford's one goal and eight. Here they come. I think this thing has gone out of Waterford now, Brian. I think that score from Dara Foley has really uh, put it away. Yeah. Adam Murphy's linked up on some nice passes yeah, here. Yeah, he's done really well. He's been after being busy. Oh, great ball from Hulton. Here comes young Keegan Bradley. Just bounced over to Keegan. Oh, he went for the shot off the left-hand side. Unlucky. He lost control and he fly-kicked it. He was unlucky. Right thing to do. Yeah, he's a fine athlete, Keegan, isn't he? He's, he's one of these fellas, you know, you need big fellas. And he's a fine, big, tall fella. He's an athlete. He's young. He's a good football. He was a great underage player. And here he is now. He's a Carlos senior footballer. And He's a great future ahead of him. And it's definitely something you all counties need, Brendan, is is big, big, you know, men. big strong men. Because at the end of the day, yeah, you can get away with a few small lads, but you need big men around the middle to win dirty ball, win possession. But in fairness, job really well done to Carlo. Hats off to them. They've received an awful lot of criticism. But they've came and they out fighting. And because of the results, they don't deserve that because it's a relatively new team here. Like Pretty sure, Christ above tonight, Brendan. People have to understand, sure, half these lads haven't played county football before. Like, in transition, you know. yeah. So Here like, come Waterford. Hats off to them. Hats off to them. They played a nice brand of football against London, but they were beaten in the end. They played a nice brand tonight. They're going to win, but they've given away a silly free here now. 2-11 to Carlo, total of 17 points. 1-8 to Waterford, a total of 11 points. We have three of the five minutes played, Brian. I think uh, time is not in it for Waterford, but there. I say it Kilku 
smallest village in Ireland won all Ireland they're talking about splitting it in two but they scored in the last second yeah, Bally Gunner scored in the last second can Correct. Waterford get two in the last second and deprive Carl of a win these Waterford fellas are capable of doing that no I don't believe so Brendan <laughs> they did no. it in the college today again they're going for a goal here he's moved it into the middle What's he doing here? Is I he know we're sponsored by Dan Morrissey's, but the boys are putting up a wall here now at the is moment. He's given a penalty. He's given a penalty. He a penalty here. Uh, something has happened down there. Something must have happened off the ball, or so. I, I find this very strange. There's a penalty, and if he gets, uh, he gets this. I think uh, Derek Carr was involved as well. So the linesman is there too. So something on toward is after happening. And he's given a penalty to Waterford. No, for look, Carlo lead by 2-11, which is a total of 17 points to 11. But this, if successful, will make it a three-point game. Yeah. If he scores it. Like, look, we're into the 39th minute. We're into, like, in fairness to the referee, there is only now at the minute on the clock 40 seconds, right? But he, he surely will have to play. I see um, uh, Dara O'Brien. I don't know. Did something happen off the ball with Dara O'Brien? He's, or no, he's he injured. I think he's holding the back of his leg. Okay, quite possibly. Here's his penalty. It's called. It's a score. Oh, good goal. It's a score. So it'll be interesting to see, like, you know, if you're a Waterford person now. It's 2 11, 2 8. There's three between them three now. It, yeah. And the five minutes is up, but he's going to add the time of the stoppage. Brendan, now. in fairness to Waterford, look, if you're a Carlo person, there, there's after being two minutes wasted up between it should have been a free, then a penalty, and then to decide what, what what's after happening. But the kick out is vital here. Cunningham has got to find a Carlo pair of hands. 2 11 to Carlo. 2 8 to Waterford. Here now, Brendan. The penalty to Waterford. Out to the middle of the Park, Fergal Kelly, it's all in his hands. Carlo have the ball. They've done well. Running up down the stand, oh. comes over towards Hickey. He's done well. He's won a free. Now they've just got to slow, slow it down. down. Slow it down. It's got to slow it down. They're going quickly with it. But the right man in the right place on the far side of the park now running onto it. Murta Ware carries it forward. Can Carlo get a score? Murta takes the return ball. Murta inside the 20 metre line. Switches it back across. Goal chance here for Carlo. They have to score a goal. There it is. It's gone in and over the bar. Adam Murphy sticks it over the bar. Well done. It was a lovely move from Carlo. Adam Murphy says, I'm not going for a goal. We'll go for the insurance point. We'll make it a two score game. And in fairness to Murphy, he's done it. 2 12 to 2 8 4 between them. That should be game set and match And in break. fairness, Adam, he really took the right option there. I think the referee is calling for the ball here. Adam took the score. Pint. That's a good win for yeah. Carlo. It's a bit of relief as well because you know, l- love it, hate it, give out about it, whatever. This is a new team in transition. Their backs were to the wall. They've come here tonight. They've played some nice brands of football. They've scored two twelve, a total of eighteen points against Waterford. And to be fair, Brian, the best team won the match. Ah, look, I'm absolutely delighted for them lads because they have been on the receiving end of such bad criticism. And, and you know, let's be, let's call it spade a spade from our own people, Brendan. And have wouldn't be too many of them here tonight. No. And and, you, you know, I was going to comment on it. Like, you know, here's a home National League game. What's at the game? Is there a couple of hundred people at the game? Well, like, you know, they're clashing with Dublin and Mayo as well. But well, we won't talk about that. We talk about the win and the good effort by these fellas correct. tonight. Correct. And, and, you know, they deserve great praise because they're after coming off two losses. Um, but they came out fighting. They, they, they conducted a, a, a great game plan. And, you know, they stuck to it. And, look, they won by four points. They possibly they were probably a seven or an eight point the better team, uh, Brendan, on the night. What impressed you most for Carlo tonight for our listeners, Brian? I think de- definitely the way they were so confident in their defending, the way they set up, and I suppose you know the most important thing is when you set up like that, the way that they're able to transition the ball quickly up the field, uh, the two Clarks and Connor Crowley. But a special mention, of course, obviously to Dara Foley because his kicking was superb tonight. Yeah. But you know there was players like in fairness, young Shane. 
Boogie did re- really, really well at full-back. Uh, Darrow O'Brien. And in fairness to Murta Ware, you know, he's been out of the county scene for a few years. He stood up and was counted. In fairness, it Colin Holton, they all played. It was a good panel performance. 100%. The subs come in, they did their jobs. So, you, you know, I see them gathering around here in a circle. There's unity. Um, in saying all of that, Brendan, they are going to find it really, really tough next week that is but, a big battle coming ahead but, but at least a, have the confidence going into it there's a few yardsticks in it it'll be interesting to see how Leitrim go tomorrow Andy Moran is Leitrim flying it that, that match will be in the dome now down in Beacon and outside Ballyhawness because of snow in Leitrim but uh, aside from that Waterford took a point off of Tipperary Correct. that will give Carlo hope yeah uh, absolutely and, uh, and I say I'm absolutely delighted for the players there you know like whatever about the first loss to London like you know people were saying like, like that was a poor result like Carlo sometimes have always found it hard against London. London aren't a bad team, what right? Side, yeah. So, but but I suppose the most disappointing thing was the result against LIGO. That was a big beating. But in saying all of that, we, had, we were, were short a lot of players going correct, to LIGO. But in saying all of that, the way they came back from that LIGO game, came here with a game plan. And produce the goods. I played, played a nice brand of football. Really did, Brendan. You know, sometimes we can give out about you know this defensive system, but it's the way they moved the ball when they broke Waterford down. They moved the ball quickly. And in fairness, the man that was most instrumental in that was Jordan Morrissey because any time he got open road, it's it's a nightmare for any team to give Jordan Morrissey open road. But you know what? He for such a young fella, and we talk about Jordan as if he's been around years. What he's, only he's, still, he's, only, he's only mentioned his graduation and like he's, yeah. like he's, cha- he's only a chap like and he's the main player for Carlo and you know he's probably going to take the the, the, the mantelpiece as the main player for Aerog he, he nearly has that done he's probably going to take over from Sean Gannon as the real leader of that team but it's the way he conducts himself Brendan on and off the field he's a lovely fella he's an intelligent fella but most of all and most importantly for Carlo he's a fantastic footballer he certainly is well Brian you're impressed with the whole panel tonight your final word they were excellent and uh, onwards and upwards it won't be simple next week they're heading to Cavan but a positive tonight in Netwatch Cullen Park I was delighted for them and not only delighted Brendan they played really good football well deserved Brian thanks for t- filling in tonight I know you got a word of chart notes Willie was a bit under the weather but uh, he'll be we delighted he'll be alright he'll be alright he'll, he'll be back he's uh, a tough little <laughs> Thanks very much. And it was Willie that sent in that 1994. Muckle sent in that is his wife's Ashling's birthday tomorrow and his daughter Kira's. There you are. It's gone like the holiday quest show here <laughs> in KCLR. Thanks to Dan Morrissey, our sponsors, Brian Kelly, Palatine, and former Carlo player on analysis, Shannon Redmond back at base, Pat Gardner and all our sales team, Ken Maguire in sport and our engineers, and to everyone here at Carlo County Board. It's a successful night for Carlo. They're back to winning ways in the Alliance National Football League. The final score, Carlo, two goals and 12 points. Waterford, two goals and eight. It's a four-point win for Niall Carew's men. Back to Shannon in the studio. You've been listening to Big Game Live, a podcast from KCLR and Scoreline.ie to bring you the very best in our sporting commentaries as broadcast on KCLR. We've got more sports podcasts on offer, including the Clash Act or GAA podcast, the Football Manager Football Show, the Knock On and Scoreline Extra, all available in the KCLR app and online at Scoreline.ie.